All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Mexican national team for tying with Algeria 3-3. Three to three. Um, And uh, congrats to the Mexican national team for beating Netherlands 1-0. Shout out to George for telling me that fact earlier today. I was say, yeah, we're uh, a soccer podcast now. Yes, we are a soccer <laughs> podcast. Um, so, Or football. Football. It's not a sport. It's a religion. As they say in Brazil. So, I'm, I'm going to call an audible for what we had planned. We have this new segment called List This. All right? List This. Or Rank Em. Did we say it was We're list Photoshopping this the name. Rank Em or yeah, List This. We'll figure it out. Okay. Who are the... Be- you have to give me the top five non-major sport athletes. <laughs> out of the so, top four. So, it can't be baseball players, football players basketball players or hockey players this does not include international football okay. or soccer because that is the biggest that's global that's a global thing. i was gonna include soccer but we're not including well soccer. you have if it's a soccer player it has to be an american soccer so player you said four four you mm. have to exalt. well you, and you have to rank them in order serena williams number one yeah <clears throat> roger I can, federer i gotta i can respect that <laughs> roger <laughs> federer too okay nadal <laughs> Nadal. And then uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, four. Give me one more. Get Have a good five. Kyle Busch. And I Dang, hate him. we going NASCAR only. It's okay. technically a sport, dog, but you said out of the five okay. majors, Y'all I can't say anything. completely different standards than what I'm going with. I will say. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> good chap. <laughs> Mine, well, my num- dude, Cars one underrated. Yeah. Just want to yeah. say. Next yeah. week, we're discussing best animated movies. Pix- um, okay, but. Well, Disney and animated movies and Pixar. But are we, are we including DreamWorks in this? Yes, we because are. Apparently, absolutely. me and Connor had this big discussion over disc golf. <clears throat> but go ahead. My number one outside would probably be Muhammad Ali. Oh, I forgot that. Serena sport. Williams. Not this will be the couple of people I would say. Serena Williams. Dale. Can you say his last name. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Dale for Dale. Three for Dale. Dale Senior. Earnhardt. The Senior. Not the Junior's not great. He's just an icon. Um, I would say Hussein Bolt. Oh, I'm so stupid. I only Hussein said tennis Bolt players. Hussein Bolt would be another one. And if I had to pick a fifth, probably Michael Phelps. I mean, that dude broke like every record. You got a every, pretty stack list. Every record. Mine was just like, yo, you put me on a spot. I was just like, I know Serena. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Jesse Owens for sure. For sure. I'm going oh, Michael Phelps dominance. Sure. Oh. Usain Bolt also dominance. Um, that man broke the world record in his. I'm sleep. going. I'm going with Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson. I like Mike Tyson. Well, my list sucked. <laughs> my name's Mike Tyson. I would say this though. <laughs> I think Serena Williams, hands down for me, is the greatest female athlete. Period. For sure. Hector. <laughs> Hector, you have any input? No. He said no. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you had to list. So I think I think those are some good lists. Avery, you want a second chance? Apparently your yeah, thing was weak. I, no, I'm still gonna put Serena one. Oh, I think Serena is still. Serena good. is probably uh, the greatest female athlete. I mean, I don't want to copy y'all. I'm gonna just stick with mine with Serena and Nadal. I think I think Nadal Roger. Good. I think Roger Federer is one that all oftentimes gets overlooked. What sport but, did he play? He's tennis. tennis. He tennis he, he like, dude. I can't remember if it's Jokic or Nadal. That's like one like. 23 of the last 25 French Opens. Dude, 
He is dominant. Yeah, it's like Nadal, Federer, and Djokovic. Oh, hold well, on. I'm, uh, I'm, you guys keep talking. I'm going to pull up a name that I want to shout Nadal's out. Nadal's got killer swag, too. He's got that killer mentality. Like He's like a villain, like a WWE villain, but on the tennis court. Dude, I tell you what, man. Some of those tennis players get intense. Bro, you see when they do that behind the leg or through yeah, the legs behind? Yeah. Nuts. I would like literally. to say uh, potential six men on this list is Greg LeMond. He's the only American to win the Tour de, Tour de France. Before, uh, my, before Michael, uh, not Michael, um, Lance Armstrong, and then he blew it all up by doing. Since you only said that we can use, since you said we can only use uh, American soccer players, I'm going with uh, Chris, that boy Christian, Christian Pulisic. Pul- 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 yep. <laughs> what's the, what's the what's the dude in the name? Uh, for, what's the dude in the name? Yeah, because you could um, you could Jesus. list the five. Off of what was the dude who players? was like the that dude for like our the American team like ten years ago? You know what I'm talking Landon, about? Landon, Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan, bro. Landon Donovan yeah, was that dude. Too. I was Tim in, Howard. I was in hey, New York City who, when they played in the World who Cup. Who was the famous uh, female soccer player who just won the World Cup? She went on a Hope tour. Solo? Hope Solo, or, or no, she, Alex the, Morgan. The the, the short, she has like the blonde hair, different hair. Oh, that's uh of the uh, LGBTs. Q plus. Q is my bad. Remember, we, yeah, inclusion. Inclusion. Um, dude, I, I know this is messed up, but I saw some, I saw a meme the Don't other Don't get day. us canceled, Jake. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that it was this little dude saying, what does LGBTQ plus mean? Is it like the premium version of gay? And <laughs> I <laughs> dude, you, <laughs> you gotta go through the two week free trial and then it charges <laughs> you. The two week free trial. But kind of going, <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. All right, moving on to the oh, next segment. She had blonde hair, and she was great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting her name. What is her name? Uh, hold on. Can, I'll, I'll look it up. Gay I'll soccer look. girl. Hector? No. <laughs> Can you look it up? Um, her and Trump had beef. Oh, yeah. She she was one of the first people that was like, Kneeling. if we, if well, that too, but yeah. if we win, we're not going to the White House. Mm. And they didn't go to the White she, House. She, like, led the team. She's been She's won, like, two World Cups with the team. Yeah. She's amazing. Is that... Do you think that going to the White House is as big of a deal as it used to be? I feel like when Barack Obama was president, it was like the thing to go hang out I with think, Barack. I think he's a cool dude. I think um, um, the, the big thing for him is if I was a, if I was an athlete of African American descent and I've never seen an African American president, and I got to have the privilege to go meet the first African American president, I think that's like a historical thing and I, and I do feel though that like it has changed because that, did they go under Bush like they go yeah, visit Bush every, yeah. everybody they went they visit, they visit Clinton. Clinton and I think with 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 just how the current president's stance and how he's like uh, the the kneeling thing and the anthem thing it wasn't that big they didn't want to represent that cuz then yeah her yeah what's her name Megan Rapinoe I just yeah, want you sure. to know She's Hector Hector looked up gay soccer girl <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Do I? She argue? was first on the list, <laughs> and she was the first Listen, one on the list. If she got the results, she got the results. Um, I think. I think if Joe Biden becomes president, they immediately all go back. Real question, and, and I do. Th- I agree with you there. Do you? Why? And apparently, my my like my parents said this. This the like the longest time that early voting has been 
like open. Yes. Um, and usually it's just a day of, but early voting's like been open for a while. I went and voted Monday. Did you? Did you end up voting? Um, my mom, since it's my brother's first presidential election, my mom makes a really big deal out of our first election. She was with me <coughs> in my first presidential election, hmm. and to make her happy. Um, I thought that I would, since we have the day off, since we're teachers, I, I was going to go with her and take my little brother because as a history teacher, I got to. When did you, when did you go? Monday? No, I haven't gone voting He's yet. saying when oh. they go. When, oh, when oh, my, my brother's first presidential election, he's going to go gotcha. on the third. Day of. And I wanted to, you know, he, you know, my mom makes a really big deal out of it because she's big on like the civic duty thing. And I said, I'll go with them to go early voting you if went, it's early enough. You went last week, right? Saturday. Hey, Hector, we, uh, right gone? now, we, we early vote here. I and did we it vote. just to get it out the way. Go vote. If you want your voice heard, go vote. Yeah, I don't go care vote. who you vote for. Just, just vote. do it. Yeah. No, and I think I I think that it's wild. Dude, I I love kind of the the suspense cuz like in all honesty, you look at Trump's win last year, like that was the biggest upset. I will I will of, never forget. I was sitting That was the biggest upset in the last 4 years. Yeah. I will Literally. never forget sitting I was at uh, one of the bars nearby and my dad was like he's not gonna win Pennsylvania there's no way and then like it was like 49 50 51 and it was like boom he got it and my I was losing my mind and then it came down to Florida of course it came down to Florida no I was oh. in, I was in like a little bible study and this girl was like keeping track of it on her phone and like like literally really... the whole time she was like she was like no 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 we lost he lost pencil like she lost pennsylvania she lost florida what's going on i i think i think to be honest um it was funny because i think he always dogs on ratings and apparently during the presidential debate what happens tonight at nine o'clock actually but the first oh, one god the first one <laughs> didn't get high high ratings and people were like dang but he had his own town um, hall thing. for the second for the town hall, and then Biden has his. And even though Trump was on like three different networks and Biden was on one, Biden still got like better ratings like or whatever. And people were like, "Dang, get off the airways if you want to talk about ratings so much." And yeah, I think I think that for sure. If it, it we want to talk about upsets, ladies and gentlemen, taking bets, we're doing the pick 'em. Now nah, let's not do that. What, is, what does Vegas say on the election? Over I under. have no idea. They covering can you, the spread? Can you <laughs> bet on the election? Yeah, people I bet, bet on it, bro. Good. No, I already Man, saw good. it. I need to look up those numbers. Dude, no, because I think that right now, last time I heard, it was 57% Biden, 43% What Trump. if we really are in a simulation and Vegas controls the world? Then Vegas better so get... So we're part of the... the, the Vegas is the Illuminati. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, someone's breaking... The pyramid is there. They have a pyramid. <laughs> FBI over <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> don't be sheeps. No, but let's. <laughs> don't. No, so let's let's actually move on to sports. So, A B potentially coming back week eight. I'm hearing a lot of talk of the Seahawks. We have a Steelers fan here, Avery. I want your take on it right now. Oh, of course you do. Um, honestly, I'm gonna get my take in Jacobs. But you know, I uh, I will never forgive him for burning his bridges and doing everyone dirty like he did but if he goes and finds success elsewhere hopefully it's a team that we have to play against and he destroys our locker room now i don't want to i don't want to uh like take the attention off of ab but do you think that you could forgive lev yeah he just wanted money other than some subtle shots at people why was 
What was so bad about what AB did? He didn't play in a playoff game or a game that would get us into the playoffs because he was mad he wasn't getting force-fed the ball. Mm-hmm. And so they benched him after he was healthy and skipped practice. And then he got mad and started saying a bunch of lies about Ben and Tomlin and basically burned all his bridges so he would get traded. And then he did – then he did the Raiders dirty, called Mike Mayock a racist asshole, didn't he? He wanted yeah. to fight Mike yeah. Mayock at training camp. I, will I know say this. one of them he called a cracker. That was Mike Mayock, yeah. I will absolutely say that Mike Tomlin did a phenomenal job handling that situation. He should get a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, he said yeah, that. He really like, should. Let's not let's not expunge. Do you think Big Ben was at blame for some of it? I think that because there was some beef between him and Big Ben, and Big Ben did come out and say it was just like, the "Hey, only, I should have been a little bit nicer to him." I think, but that I can Big understand ben, the stress. But it's like someone yapping all the time, and he just got tired of it. I feel. Yeah. It. But when you're like the leader of the team, whether you get tired of it or not, like you, I feel like you can't. <laughs> you have to. You like have you to have to be well, the leader. Aaron Rodgers does it. Why can't Ben? No, don't get me wrong. No, no, but he gets who criticized does, for. But it. who does? But who does Aaron Rodgers like? Who does Aaron Rodgers actively like out? He did uh, the coach potentially Mike McCarthy a few times. I think I think there's a difference between player and coach and player and player. Yeah. Because I feel for me personally like. I will be honest with you right now. As a Panthers fan, I am very impressed with how Matt Rule has handled the Panthers. Looking at the atmosphere, looking at the team, looking at all of that. Dude, Matt Rule's a good coach. Yeah, because I'm looking at like Adam Gase. <laughs> I'm looking at Mike McCarthy. I'm looking at all these other coaches. Now, I'll be honest, Arizona Cardinals head coach um, Cl- uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff I want to live in that man's house. Yeah. When he, that was shown on the draft, I was like, I think Patrick was like, I got to get like Cliff Kingsbury rich. Yeah. But he he has done a good job, I think, with the Cardinals as well. So like I, me personally, because we're gonna move on to another segment <coughs> talking about the Cowboys. But Matt, I've seen Matt Rule. I've been very impressed yeah. with how he's been able to handle the coaching. I position. think I think that, that yeah, it pays off. I think that Matt Rule is a. Now, I might come to regret this in a couple of years if it doesn't pan out, but I think that Matt Rule is the quarter uh, is is the quarterback for the Panthers. <laughs> but he's out there <laughs> throwing them dots, boys. Um, Teddy he, Two Glove is only just the benchmark. <laughs> yeah. He is going to be the coach, the staple coach of the Panthers. Well, um, I mean, he has a very innovative offense. Love Ron. Yeah, he has Lebron. a very innovative offense. I think Joe Brady, Brady was Bringing a him great pickup. Um, I think his that defensive coordinator's done all right too. I, I don't know anything about the defensive I think it's coordinator. Phil Snow. I don't know I'll anything about. All the I know is this: that we've had a, the the defensive players that we picked. Jeremy Chin um, got Derek a pick. Brown, got a pick last last yeah, week. Like, you know they're 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 developing. We've had a lot of injuries back there, but as a Panthers fan, I mean, I wish we won the Bears game. But when people people are I, counting out the Panthers, I was saying this when they when Tepper bought the organization. It's just going to be a changing of eras for them do you and i know that we're i know we're still six weeks like into the season but do you think the the changing of the guard from cam to teddy two gloves was it a good idea with the hindsight we know now is it still a good idea i will not i don't think i could personally speak on the fact of this yet i mean we've had a lot of close games he did blow it for i mean he didn't blow it for his last one but he made some bad decisions dude but I'll, no, I'm going to be honest with you. He there was one there was one throw where he should have that that he threw to DJ Moore and it was on a fourth down because I was at that game 
and it was a like it was a very easy. It was like he was pretty much wide open, um, and Teddy Two Gloves just missed his throw. Yeah. Personally, I think they'd be in the same situation with Cam. Yeah, and I think Cam is Defense a lot still rough. Yeah, I think Cam's still better than Teddy, but there's only so much you can do without key pieces. Also, McCaffrey being injured, but I'll be honest, our running back Mike Davis, that man's solid, done well, a phenomenal. I heard somebody on ESPN say that Christian. I think Dan Orlovsky said it actually. Oh, the that's king of hot takes, right? Yeah, there. he is the king of hot takes. But Christian McCaffrey being injured has been the best thing to happen to the Panthers because as a defensive player, if you know, when Christian McCaffrey's on the field, you have to target Christian. You have yeah. to ta- like he is going to be the focal point of that offense. And even when he's used as a decoy, you know, oh, he's a decoy. Let's look somewhere else. But no. when but when you have Mike Davis, who could be a part of it, uh, you have D- DJ Moore, which could be a part of it. You have Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson, which could be a part Curtis of it. Samuel. You have Curtis Samuel, who could it be just, a part of it. Creates more chemistry with everyone else, and yeah, it creates more else. chemistry. And it, it as a defense, is harder to know where the ball's and going. And when he comes back, they're just a full dynamic offense. See, I'm going to be honest with hey, you. And if don't, you, I'll be honest. If you line up, Mike, listen. If you line up McCaffrey and Mike Davis on the outside, both of them could get the rock, and you both know they could run it down your throat. Deep, listen, I just need one thing. Eric Bieniemy, turn down the Falcons' job. I don't need any more stress of the Falcons. But yeah. I, I mean, I've just been impressed. So let's. So AB, I think it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. We're on AB watch. I next think week. if we'll he gets see if he gets signed, Seattle. Yeah, if he gets signed to a team, like good for them. I hope they can control him. I'm gonna be honest with but you, but I still don't think he'll ever put up the numbers the that he team, used to. Seahawks, Seahawks are probably the number one pick, the favorites. He, but dude, with Russell, I think in AB off the field is very different from AB on the field. But wherever he goes, I think that he has the potential. very well possibility, the very well potential of being the number one receiver. Yeah. Um, and I think the the team, in my mind, mainly because it's my team, that needs a number one receiver is the San Francisco 49ers. If San Francisco balls out and pays this man money. I, Dude, but I, I honestly don't think AB is going to ask for too much money. I mean, he's not going to go in and say, you know what, I want $10 million because it's like, hell no. If you would ask that for two years ago, maybe. But I, I'm definitely not paying you $10 million when you only, haven't been in the league the for a year. The only reason why I grabbed him in my fantasy football team is because someone posted they're in a league with Adam Schefter, and Adam Schefter dropped somebody and picked up him off the waiver wire. So you know that man knows he's getting signed, by, uh, he's getting I, uh, signed by someone. I just – in a Seattle offense, they spread it around. I don't think he's ever gonna. Yeah, but think of it like this. I mean, they though. had Josh Gordon. It's 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 like the it's like the reason why DeAndre Hopkins is such a threat. Yeah. It's the reason why I also say McCaffrey's such a threat. You have to dedicate. It is twelve on twelve. It's twelve on twelve football. McCaffrey on the field. It's now eleven on twelve because someone has to dedicate themselves to watching that man. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins doesn't even have to exist. In a passing game, he exists as the threat. Yeah. Where you let him off one second, he's yeah. you're, you're going to get burned. He's toasted. And I think AB because apparently he's been working out twice a day. Yeah. Since like the yeah, season I, started, I follow him on Snapchat. and kept off like Twitter. They're like this like Cam. I think he's going to come on a revenge tour. But as we're talking about teams, I hate that <laughs> Cam's coming off a revenge tour, but. I think Cam will do well with the Patriots. I, I do think at the end of the year we might be like, dang, I wish we kept Cam. But I also think that, like, 
would Cam mesh well with the offense we have now? I don't know as well. I just think they got everyone out of there that was part of that whole 10-year run. Well, as long as he keeps the team in Charlotte, because if he moves it to, like, freaking Rock Hill, I'm going to be a pissed-off man. Uh, Me too. So we're starting a new segment. That's fine. Panic or nah? Panic or nah? Oh, this is brand new. I'm going to list off. Let's go. I'm going to list off the one, two, three, four, the the five the five we'll just teams. go around. We're almost like, like a real show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All so right. he's going to list off the five teams. Each one of us are going to say, yes, yes they should no. be panicked. No, they shouldn't be panicked. And tell us why. So go ahead. What's the first Packers. team? Packers. I'm going that they should be panicked. Um, I think that – like I think that Aaron Rodgers, yes, he's still great. And part of me says no, they shouldn't be panicked. But Aaron Rodgers looked bad. Um, he he didn't look like the MVP caliber candidate um, that he looked through the first four weeks because week five was a bye week for them. Um, so I think that he looked bad. Um, I think that he had Devonte Adams, um, and if they're they can't score more than 10 points with all of their weapons that they have against a Buccaneers team that's arguably not even the best in the NFC, maybe not even in the NFC best in the NFC South, that's a problem. Um, especially when we're talking about the Packers team that some people were saying was going to be the NFC candidate in the Super Bowl. So I, I'm I'll, going with yes, they should be. I'll move to me next. I will lean a little bit towards yes, they should be a little panicked because I'll say this. Buccaneers head coach figured out how that team operated and shut it down mm-hmm. because we can talk about how great a players players are, but if your defensive scheme, your game plan is built to beat you, you're not going to win. My prime example is the Rams versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick ran out, completely knew yeah. everything against the Rams, and the Rams' this team that threw up, what, 50, 60 points with Kansas City, they who was the most three. explosive team out there there was like this is the great this the, the show the greatest show on turf is back and bill belichick just flipped the script and was like listen like my offense Psych. ain't even that good but you're going to be held to three points yeah that's yeah. scary so that, i think that shows me that the coaching staff there needs to sit down and have a nice long look at like buddy we got figured yeah. out because as they say it takes you three weeks for defensive coordinators to say this is how we're going to beat you yeah and it took six to shut them down yeah i'm so, s- i'm gonna say don't panic Okay, I'm, why? I'm, I'm like 60-40. It's one game. Yep. It's, it's like their first loss, and sometimes you need to be smacked in the mouth. And I'm being optimistic because I don't really like the Packers, but I like Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's a good he's dude. Still one State of the best. farm, baby. The only way I Not see sponsored. them having like a failure of a season is if they don't get their defense fixed. Yeah. That was the main problem. They couldn't put up points. But I'm just saying, like, <coughs> I think Matt, Matt, Matt LaFleur is not Mike McCarthy. Yeah, they're gonna fix things. They're not just gonna go out there and say, uh, "We'll talk about Mike McCarthy." Oh God, that's some foreshadowing, you know. And then, I just, I don't know. I'll say Unless, this: if they, if they come out swinging next week, I'll, I'll, I'll come off the pedal yeah. of maybe you're maybe a little. This, panic. this is the thing. I'm not saying I'm saying don't panic because the last three years they've lost straight off their bye, really badly, and then they go off and have well 13 and three last year in the NFC Championship. Yes, but like I said. Their game plan got figured out, yeah. and San Francisco ran that ball down their we'll throats, see. and it was well, over. They'll 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 adjust. Mike McCarthy never adjusted. Next next pick, we're gonna go with you first and go back around. Okay, we're talking about them Cowboys. Oh, just it's a sinking ship. They're going down, and Jerry Jones is driving it. So I know I know that they, they should panic, but should they? 
What should they just tank? Should they try oh. to get a couple games? Should they trade people away? They should what, have been panicking as soon as they were losing games with Dak setting records. Mm. I think the statistic is Dak Prescott, after missing partly last week and all of this week, I think he's still he's in lead. Still in the lead yep. for most yards, yeah. dude. He was Pay on him. pace. He was on pace. I think to for break like, records. I think he was on pace for like sixty five hundred or seven thousand yards in a season if they, he would have kept up the pace. They need His to pay arm him. Would have been gone and build a defense to the draft. I'm going to be honest agency. with you, as, and this is going to be like I hate to be this guy, but as a business, they're not going to pay them. Like, yes, he should have been paid last year, but now he is damaged goods. And, like, I know that that's kind of messed up to say. But Jerry Jones, being the businessman that he is, he is not going to pay he, Dak Prescott $40 million when he just got his ankle obliterated. Like, obliterated and you don't even know if he's going to be the same guy that he was now, last season. My, my big issue with the Cowboys team is, yes, they are dealing with numerous injuries on the front line. They're playing the Washington Redskins, which has whoa, 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 whoa. Well, the Washington football team, whoa. my fault. <laughs> I'm just the Washington with you. <laughs> football team. Um, they ha- have some of the best going after the quarterback players out there. That's what they've been very good at oh, under Ron. Their D line. They're going to eat Chris Carson for lunch. But I'll say this: Demarcus Lawrence hasn't. Not Chris. Who? Uh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Dalton. I was like, Chris Carson's Andy, a running back. I know, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think of fantasy. Oh. Um, I am. I am wondering though. Um, they paid all these people and they haven't performed. Yeah. So I'm wondering. They have come out and said that you know Mike McCarthy sucks. So I'm wondering if Jerry Jones will look at Mike McCarthy and go, "You couldn't do with this team." I just You're gone. The only reason I say they won't get rid of Mike is his first year there. That, I don't has, th- I, that has not stopped anyone else from being I know, fired. I know. I'm I, just saying. I think that you have to give Mike McCarthy time. I mean, I said it on last week's podcast. I mean, you He's gave Jason Bowl. Garrett. You gave <laughs> Jason Garrett damn four years, and Jason Garrett gave you eight and eight every year. I think Mark, Mike McCarthy is a good coach. How, then my question for you is this: I don't want to cut you off. Is it the coach or is it the team? Because whenever the Cowboys do good, I'm, it's we're winning in spite of Jason Garrett. The clapper, and whenever we're doing That's bad, question. it is because of That's Jason a good Garrett. Question. Now think, you don't have Jason Garrett. Is your team good or is your team bad? Dude. I think that I think that I'm going to be honest with you. I think that it has to be, it has to be the players now, because it's one of those things where I think Mike McCarthy, for what it, whatever you want to call it, I don't think that he's great, but there is no reason. I don't think the defense has to have a doctorate degree to not give up 38 points a game. Yeah, I think it's like the most since like the 1940s. Yeah, right now, right now, as is, if they continue on their streak of how many like they give up, they would have the second worst defense of all time. Well, and that cannot like like you're never winning. Like yes, if they're losing. Like, yes, that can be brought on the coach. But if you're constantly giving up 38 points a game, then some of that has to be on the – like, that. some of that well, has to be on the players. It's, because on defense, that requires instincts. And, like, if they were scoring zero points a game, then I might say, yeah, that's a 
coach problem, but defense, I don't think so. It's a mix of both. The players have come out and said that the coaches can't coach, and then at the same time they've also said the schemes that they're trying to put in are too confusing and they're not catching on. So the whole time they're just out there lost. So I they're can, not I being put that, yeah. yeah, they're not being put in a position to succeed, but at the same time, even when they are, they're failing. It is, it is interesting. I do think that they have the, some of the most turnovers going on in the league right now. That's a big blow to them. Zeke is, is fumbling, which she doesn't usually do. Yeah. I think it, it, I think now I think the player in the worst position out of all of this, unfortunately, is probably Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Because you paid that man enough money to say, we can put the team on your back. And then he hasn't. And he hasn't really. Now, that might be a Mike McCarthy issue because I do remember – when the when the when the Cowboys did hire Mike McCarthy, Green Bay never had a good running game. It was always Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they just threw and, it fifty times. And when Mike McCarthy when Mike McCarthy uh, picked up the Cowboys, they're like, we might have to have a free Zeke moment where Zeke is just getting like bottled up from bad play design. I, I don't think Mike McCarthy's that good. He's proven as a winner because of the talent that Green Bay had before they hired him. Well, let's move on to the next team, the Browns. Blowing it up or keeping it the same? I don't think it matters. I th- no. <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that they shouldn't panic. Um, you can say whatever you want, but they're still but they're still four and two. Um, and yes, their four and their four wins have not been against super impressive teams. Um, but I and I might be naive. I might be stupid for saying this, but I've still not given given up hope on the Baker Mayfield train. Um, I think that Baker Mayfield. I I think that Baker Mayfield is still third in what's your what's your division? AFC, AFC North. AFC North. Yeah. I think he still is the third best quarterback in the AFC North. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, you still have like you still got Kareem Hunt. You still got OBJ. You still got back. You still got the leader in sacks right now, Miles Garrett. Um, so I am still not complete. I don't think that it's a Mitch type situation of Mitch is the thing that's holding them back. Um, I think that Baker isn't that bad. Um, I think that Baker that bad. I, we'll get I'm going to be honest with you. I still see Baker Mayfield as an Alex Smith situation. Um, I think that if you put him in the right situation, wow. he will succeed. Alex Smith, for those of you with, he got drafted by the 49ers and for the first three or four years, he was considered by some to be the biggest bust in NFL history, um, and when Mike uh, Jim Harbaugh became coach of the 49ers, Changed he him. became he became that dude. Um, he never won an MVP or anything, but he became that dude. Comeback Player of the Year, though. Yeah, and it's one of those things where uh, I think that Baker could be that guy of like he just hasn't found the right situation yet, um, and I think that it's going to take time. I mean, you lost Nick Chubb, who was the number one running back last year. Um, and so I don't think it, it's too early to break up the team, especially when you have the likes of OBJ, Jarvis. Um, the only thing that is kind of concerning to me is how few yards he's giving up, like putting up every week. Because like even I think it was in the Cowboys win where they scored like 42 points. I think he had like 185 yards and like two touchdowns or something like is that. It's like Ste- uh, Stefanski. Stefanski he's known for running the ball. I'll say this though. I'm not panicking on my team, but if I was Baker Mayfield, I'd be a little panicked. Yeah, bro. Because with the new head coach coming in, the new regime, I'd be a little concerned I can be replaced. 
So I think it's time well, for him to start balling out. But I'll be honest, though. He's been the best quarterback the Browns have had in literally like a yeah. decade. Which, I mean, literally. That's a, low, a, that's a low bar to set. For a while, wasn't it like 13 quarterbacks or more than that? In 16. Like six, it was 16 quarterbacks in what? Like ten years, ten years, yeah, yeah. something ridiculous. He's he's the he's first been time there for three had, years. Yeah, he he's been the starter. And his for coach three last years. year was yeah. who? Freddie Kitchens. Freddy oh Kitchens. my goodness! So this Wait, is what, what I'm going to say. I'm not even going to be mean because I kind of feel bad for them. But I think they have immense talent. I do think Baker's holding them back. I do think he's got a fire under him right now because Case Keenum, his backup, won the Minneapolis Miracle with Stefanski as his OC in Minnesota. That's, so if Baker plays bad, he's just going to go with who he knows with, who has won them playoff games, got them there. And it's not to hate on Baker. I think – I don't think he's that good. I think he can be if he gets in the right situation. He just hasn't been put in it yet because of Cleveland's rotating office all the time. But if he doesn't do anything this year, they're going to move on from him and roll with Keenum. All right, so uh, we're going to move on to the left bell situation. Um, what's your thoughts on him signing with the Kansas City Chiefs? It is what it is. He's ring chasing. I think I think that does show that he's ring chasing. Um, I I still maintain that I think Buffalo was still the best option for him. That's what I said. Um, yeah, because like they, he could have got the most touches there. I don't even know what still. Lev Bell is going to look like with the Kansas City. They got Chief. Clyde. He's doing pretty three good. Years yeah. since, three years since. Three years since he played like a full season. Yeah, and I think with Clyde, um, I think that it's one of those things where he could. Lev Bell could be that number one running back. They could have a two-headed monster. I don't know what it's going to look That's like. That's the team I know that could support a two-headed monster. But but also, if you look at the two-headed monster that we had, the last big two-headed monster we had with Mark Ingram um, and Alvin Kamara about two, three years back, um, Drew Brees kind of took a step back and kind of like let them, was, run. Let them run. Um, and I don't know if – with all of the talent that they have passing-wise of Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, uh, Nicole Hartman, um, I think that I – th- I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, I think I think the only thing I'm, I'm concerned about against the Chiefs now is against the Cowboys, stack the box. Against the Panthers, stack the box usually will work. And Pittsburgh they, Steelers, you can kind of play both. I don't know what a defense is going to do. Just stop saying I mean, freaking Kansas City. I mean, if you are you shut down Tyreek Hill, you got Patrick I mean, Mahomes. Travis Kelsey. And I mean, you else. shut down Travis Kelsey. You have Lev Bell, who I still think the Jets overpaid him because they gambled on themselves. But I'll say this. The Jets head coach sucks. He should be fired. Yeah. And he came out and said, I don't care if I misuse Lev Bell. It doesn't matter. I go – you are the only coach, I think, out of the 32 teams that exist in this league I, to, also, just, to just, like, waste that man's talent. Like, I hope he does well with Kansas City, but it's like, how much, how many weapons do you need at this point? doesn't matter if you can afford yeah. them. I'm going to be honest crazy. with you, though, and, and if you talk about Love Bell, um, I think that n- – like in hindsight, it can be twenty twenty. Of yes, they overpaid on Love Bell because he well, is I not think, the. I think, I think the Jets paid him too much money to not use him. Yes, that's I agree what, with that's that. That's what I was trying I, to say. Sorry. Like I mean, we're talking about a guy. Yes, he sat out for an entire season, and whether or not that was justified, that's neither here nor there. Um, but you cannot tell me that 
when he was on the Steelers and he, when he was going for what what did Love Bell probably go for rushing wise? Probably about a fifteen hundred. I think he was averaging like under fifty something scrimmage yards a game, rushing like, and passing. You cannot Our tell passing. me that they overpaid him. Um, the other and thing so, is, he can line up at receiver. Yeah, and I don't. I, I just don't think that they individual. used. I, I just don't think they used him like I that. I still think he's got the most insane hesitation I've ever seen. I think I think that is uh, very important to, to to remember that I think if he went to the Bills, uh, that would have been that would that would have yeah, elevated him so much higher. And I think that I, I think that Devin Singletary was like he would have been he would have been good, but I I think that Lev Bell could have taken that first yeah. for that starting role, whereas like I don't think that they're gonna let go of Clyde's starting role to. Put in a Lev Bell that could uh, be washed Eric up. Eric Bieniemy will figure it out. It's, it's going to be just like Tampa with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. That Ronald Jones freaking dominated. But um, was, we got We got to talk about the big dolphin in the room. Oh, dude. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Pour one out. And Tua Tonga Bailoa. This, this, to me, makes absolutely zero sense. Um, I think that Tua is a great great quarterback I think he is the quarterback of the future don't get me wrong but Ryan Fitzpatrick has led the Dolphins to two straight dominant wins and yes one of them was against the Jets who are absolutely god-awful but you cannot tell me that team that, good but you cannot tell me that under Ryan Fitzpatrick they have played bad I mean we're talking about the team that had the number five pick last year I mean, they were. I think they went like four and twelve, and I think that they're right now like three and two, four and two, something like they're, that. They're one game back, I think, from the AFC. East. Yeah, they're one game back. So, like, in Ryan Fitzpatrick, say whatever you will, Ryan Fitzpatrick lit the 49ers defense up. Yeah, I started like, him that week. It was like 450 yards. I think it was like four touchdowns and one interception, something like that. And say what you will. Yes, our defense is banged up. Yes, still like the you, NFL. It it's still the NFL. And yes, that's still San Francisco's uh, defense. The nine out of the eleven players that we had on our defense <laughs> are the from last year are exactly the same. Yeah. Um. And he lit them up. And so I think that Tua. I think that Tua is the quarterback of the future. But it doesn't make any sense to me. Why it, I'm going to be honest with you. Mitch Trubisky getting benched didn't make any sense to me. But this particularly <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me of, like, you won your game in dominant fashion and you want to go with Tua? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense Th- to me. This is what I think. They were going to ride Ryan Fitzpatrick till their week 11 bye week and then play Tua depending on how their record was. And then but, their bye but week their got moved. good. Yeah, but then their bye week got moved to this week. I do think that if I am a quarterback, that's what I heard. If I'm Baker Mayfield, for example, and the Cleveland Browns with the fifth overall pick take a quarterback, you know your time's limited. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers, which we'll see what happens. <laughs> so I will say this though: um, Joe Burrow, being one of the few exceptions out there that has just stepped into the starting role and done pretty well for himself. On a team that is awful. Yeah, considering he's getting hit 20 yeah. times a game. I think the Dolphins, if I was a Dolphins management, I would have told Ryan, you have a team for about a year. Because the more time I think you let a quarterback sit and learn, the better he's going to be. I mean, yes. like You, you can for sure say that like 
yeah, he probably is not going to be the starting quarterback next year. Like, you get to, uh, like, a year to learn under Ryan. But and Ryan's a smart dude. People have said, like, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. He went to Harvard. <laughs> Big brain. And, yes, and I, I just looked at his stats, and his stats are probably not the most impressive. Um, his 2020 stats, 994 yards, four touchdowns, five interceptions. Hey. Like, it's probably not the most impressive, um, but he – They like, win in games. They're winning games. Um, and so, I, I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick's doing well. I mean, I this is the main thing about this whole situation is. Do you the, think the Browns trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, no. they're going to rock with Baker or Keenum. If anyone needs a trade for Ryan, the Cowboys should. We're going to get to a hot take. Yeah, I want you to repeat. Okay, that. but I was going to say the Dolphins completely mismanaged it. Someone in their camp leaked. Yeah, leaked the information to Tom Pelissaro, and he reported it. So I think that's my biggest gripe from this. Was Ryan. Like if, Found out from his kids getting texts text from, from their friends. People. He didn't even know. He found out from his kids. That, that dude looked like he was about to cry. Dude, I would that's too. Just, I mean, that's, that's disrespectful. If I am Brian Flores, whoever leaked it, yeah. never working in the NFL again. Done. For real. <laughs> like, he is being burnt to the ground. And yeah. I like Brian, Brian, Brian Everybody Flores loves. as a coach. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think he's – Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills better watch out because I think the Buffalo Bills are going to take the division. Yeah. Brian Flores is coming for that neck. <laughs> Because that man, that man is good. And it's, the Dolphins have a rejuvenated offense. Like the, they got they, a bunch of first round picks. Yeah. They got a bunch and of first about, round. And they're picks, about to ball out. What a lot of people are forgetting is that they made a lot of good moves this past off. Byron yeah. Jones. At, they at, got Matt Breida. We can't forget. They are the reason why the Patriots lost in the freaking first round of the playoffs because the they had to play a road game because the Miami Miracle, right? Miami. I mean, yo, like the that Miami team. Miami Miracle. That that team was looking pretty good. So let's let's move on to something else before we do um, two truths and a lie. I want a hot take. Th- okay, that's my that's my segment that okay. I'm doing. So hot take. I want a hot take. Now repeat what you said and, and explain give me another it. One. Okay. So what was your hot take? Since they did Ryan Fitzpatrick dirty, if I was Ryan, I'd want to trade. I would especially too. with how bad they did it. Like yeah. I, if they did it respectfully. Who's the other backup the, in Washington? The Dolphins. Alex Smith and Kyle Allen. But um, anyways. That is not true. I said in the Dolphins, but keep going. Okay, anyways, my bad. I don't know the other backup. Right. Alex oh. Smith, Kyle Allen is a Washington. I thought you said Washington yes, yes, for some yes, reason. Yes. My fault. You're good. Anyways, we're, we're um, the Cowboys need to trade Need to trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Cowboys the Cowboys need to trade for Cowboys. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jeez, listen, that listen. would be interesting, Listen, actually. though, because they're always playing from behind. Ryan's a gunslinger. He's gonna keep you in those games no matter how bad your defense and is. And yes, Ryan Fitz, I'm all I'm actually the all Cowboy about, Magic. Yeah, bro. And then the Dude, AFC, I'm all bought in on this. The AFC East or no not AFC the the NFC East. East is winnable. They're Dude, everybody's the one Cow- game back. The Cowboys are literally terrible bro. <laughs> and are winning the division. The Washington football team is one pick away from the first round in the draft and one pick one win away from the playoffs. Can we talk about how absolute my favorite thing is the probably one of the most watched divisions in sports is the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Cowboys. football team, and the Cowboys. Cowboys get like five Sunday night games and a year. And that is the worst <laughs> division in sports. I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere I think that it was ever. I don't know if that many teams have been one it's in like the five last in three their years. Own division. I'm, I'm pretty sure that like through six games, that the division as a whole is like five and eighteen, five eighteen I, and one, or I something hope like that. The football team wins it. I think Dude, Carson Palmer. Unless the Cowboys get Ryan Carson Fitzpatrick. Carson Palmer's going to 
Dang it. Carson Dang it. Palmer. Different ginger. Yeah, different ginger. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is going to get eaten alive. They're about Bro. to start playing Carson, against the Carson Giants Wentz, right now. I tell you what, man, and say what you will, and I do think he's overrated, um, but Carson Wentz the last three games has played good. Um, now they the Eagles it hasn't translated into wins. They got no receivers. Yeah, Antonio Brown to the Antonio Philadelphia Brown. Eagles. Oh boy, <laughs> boy that hey, that would be wild. Wild card, <laughs> bitches! Um, Is Antonio um, Brown? <laughs> imagine the Cowboys get A. B. and like Fitzpatrick. No, they don't need A. B. I know, but just imagine. Yo, Jerry Jones would be the owner to be like, you know what I need. I need another weapon on the offense. <laughs> you need a quarterback. <laughs> you need a safety, a linebacker, you need a corner. You new again. <laughs> you need to trade Demarcus Lawrence because he sucks since you paid him. Oh, but since we're talking <laughs> about hot takes, what's, what's your hot take? I honestly wanted to give you a say because I wanted to take. I will say this right now. I feel that the Panthers, hear me out, I'm we'll here in second place. Nah, I'm playing. Whoa! Kansas City is not going to win their division. Who's winning it? Raiders? I think the Raiders can win the division. I'm, I, what I, the freak are you? Because my dad I, says I cursed too much I like on the podcast. I like this hot take. I'm on I board. My hot take is. No, I, I'm all the way out. I'm all I the think, way out. I think the Raiders will go on a winning streak, and so will they. And they will come. And to they got a head. the game winner because they're going to lose to they're going to lose to the Chargers because they always drop yep. one to the Chargers. Well, not in the last two years, but they'll t- drop one to the Chargers. Yeah, her, I think the Raiders. Bear. I think the Raiders are are a dark horse team that can win. <laughs> Jacob stressed. <laughs> you said a hot take. Listen, it's a hot. It's a. The spicy, it's a hot take. That for is a, a spicy McChicken hot taste, not yeah, sponsored. Dog. Yeah, dog. You're smoking crack. Like, the Chiefs are indestructible. They just got loved. They lost to the Raiders already. Yes, they lost to the Raiders, but that's one game. And, yes, they didn't look good in that game. But we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about Travis Kelsey. We're talking about Tyreek Hill. We're talking about Sammy Watkins. We're talking about uh, Lev Bell. We're talking about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We're talking about the the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. We're talking about – I can't think of We're talking about the whole roster. I can't think of anybody (laughs) else on that team. But they are literally – in my mind, they are literally – Offensively indestructible. All right, my question to, the, to this is: Broncos winning that division? No, you heard it here first. Right, With Drew Lock, I understand. <laughs> I know what team I'm picking for my over and under this week, because well, oh, dang we don't it. have over under. We have locks of the week. Why? But all right, um, yeah, bro. I We've think this for six weeks. I think the the, the Chiefs. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're so. Bad. I think the Chiefs will will have a Super Bowl hangover moment during the regular season where they're going to lose to the Raiders and they might lose a few more games and then completely go off in the playoffs. I still think the Chiefs are the team that's going to win the Super Bowl again. I'm saying that somewhere along the way there's going to be a hiccup. I don't think an injury, but they're going to play two or three games. They're just going to yeah. lose them back to back, and the team's going like to be shaking, peaking too soon. Yeah, and then like having to, you know, re- I, regroup listen, the games. I don't know. Are they playing the Jets this week? No. Did that game get moved around and everything? I think they're the, playing the Broncos. The Bills are playing the they're, Jets. They're playing the they're playing the Broncos this week. Oh boy! They're gonna win. They're gonna win against the Jets. They're gonna win against the Panthers. Lose to the Raiders. Lose to the Buccaneers. The Dolphins will somehow win against the Chiefs. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Some magic. These are super hot takes. They're gonna beat the Falcons. Lose to the Saints and beat the Chargers. Okay. Those are my hot take that the Kansas City will not win their division. All right, Jacob, what's your hot take? 
my hot take. I need it, to use the restroom. Was that spicy? <laughs> Ooh, buddy. I got a poop. <laughs> um, Antonio Brown yeah. to the Kansas City <laughs> Wild Card. Bro. My hot take. Ryan Shazier to the Chiefs. Um, Says they're taking all our players. I'm, I'm just going to casually say this. And it might not be super hot take. T. Higgins wins Offensive Rookie of the Year and goes for 1,000 yards. From the Bengals? From the Bengals, yep. Over Justin Jefferson, over every – Justin Herbert. Over Claypool? Over, over Claypool, over anybody. This is hot. I'm, 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 going, I'm going T. Higgins. You said this wasn't hot. This um, is hot. I think that T. Higgins is the number one guy in, in Cincinnati right now. And Joe Burrow can place the ball yeah. anywhere over he wants. over Joe Burrow. I, I I'm going T Higgins over everybody. Okay. Um, I mean, right now he's sitting at about 400, 400 receiving yards, two touchdowns. The touchdowns aren't where you want it to be, but I mean, we're talking about six games in. Um, that's about seventy five yards per game. So okay. he he he's he's that's going off. Respectable. I just don't think he will get it without the touchdowns. That the other guys are scoring. All right. Do we want to do? Do we want to do lock of the week or? Do Let's we do lock do... of the week, and then oh, we're going to do uh, the the who, two truths and a lie. Who 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 can right. I not pick? So Avery, you cannot pick the Colts, the Cardinals, the Jaguars, the Rams, the Steelers, or the Patriots. <sighs> okay. All right. I cannot pick the Eagles, the Packers, the Titans, the 49ers, the Seahawks, or the Rams. And, Connor, you cannot pick the Dolphins, the Bills, the Steelers, the Cardinals, the Chiefs, or the Titans. <laughs> I've already picked the Chiefs, and they're playing the Jets. Ladies and gentlemen, you want an insta-lock. I will be selecting. I, I, Avery's going to be happy on my lock of the week. Uh, my lock of the week is right now, according to his thing, the Titans are favored over the Steelers by one. Um, and so I'm going the Steelers cover that one-point spread. Nice. I will be selecting. Also, I'm one in five on this godforsaken game, by the way. So if we win, you win? Yes. Okay. I, You both are two and four. I am one in five. We are very bad at, the, at this game. You know what I'm going to pick? It's a psychopathic pick, but I'm going to pick Falcons over the Lions by two and a half. Really? I was close to picking the, the Lions, Lions over the that Falcons. That would interesting. I will be picking the Dallas Cowboys to beat – no, I'm, I will be selecting the Washington football team to beat the Dallas Cowboys to spread. I think they're hold supposed on, to be on. up by I got I got to write this down. Connor, what would you say? Washington football team over the Dallas Cowboys. I believe I saw one. It was two points for the Washington football team. I will be picking the over on that, that they will – this man just broke every bone in his body. <laughs> hey, uh, Avery, what'd you say? Uh, Falcons over Lions, two and a half. They're favored by two and a half? Yeah. Oh, that hurt. All right, boys. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm so excited. I spent about 45 minutes researching all these. So, there are three rounds. All right. Do I have to come up with my own or are you asking me? No, I, I have them. I have them. Okay, good. So, we are, ta- we are talking about. Odd statistics in sports. Oh, buddy. Okay? There are two truths, and there's one lie. All right? So I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you the scenario, and you have to figure out which one is the lie. Are we able to discuss, or is it me against him? I'm Just go. Just Don't discuss. Just try to me versus him. All right. Number one. The lowest scoring NFL game was 0-0 zero, zero, 
1943 with the Detroit Lions of course. tied with the New York Giants. That's number one. The number two, the most regular season wins by a team is the New York Giants with 692. Number three, pitcher Ray Caldwell was struck by lightning in 1919 and stayed in the game and pitched the rest of the game. The lie is the first one. So you do you think that the lowest scoring NFL game, 0-0, 1943, uh, that happened in 1943 between the Lions and the Giants, you think that is a lie? Yeah. Okay. I think the Giants not having the most. You think uh, that the the Giants do not have the explain, most. Like can you like so for their team Giants? to exist, they have the most regular season so, out of the sixteen. So out of all of the, out of all of their seasons combined. Are you talking football? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it felt the the oh. New York Giants. Oh, I thought for some reason I thought baseball. Oh no, no. Okay, I'm changing it to that one then. So oh, I you, can now since he did it. So I you guess. think that the New York Giants do not have the most franchise wins? Yeah, I know they with don't. With 692. Yeah, I don't believe they do. Yeah, they don't. Okay. You are correct. Who who has the most? Steelers. They do not. Or the they are fourth. I got. I got to go. Patriots. They they have the fifth. Cowboys. The, the Bears have the most with uh, seven hundred sixty-one. Makes sense. I know the Steelers are tough. All right. Five. So both of you technically got that right. I think I like. I like to think I want one point five points for this can we, piggybacking. Can we talk about homie getting struck by lightning and Yo, continues you to You know pitch? what the wild part is? What a you legend! Said that and I said that's got to be true. That is <laughs> so, some legend so, stuff. Fun fact: Ray Caldwell in nineteen nineteen, <laughs> it was. Top of the ninth, two outs. They were up by four. That man is um, not leaving got, the game. At got the top struck. Of the ninth. Technically, he did get struck by lightning to an extent. It wasn't directly on him, but it was close enough where he got knocked out unconscious. Got up, finished the rest nah, of the dog, game I'm with the ground this ball. Game. I need to get this man's jersey <laughs> shipped to me asap. Yes, that's, that's yes. Ray Caldwell in 1919 was struck by lightning. So you just said Giants. So I was like San Francisco because I heard the number 600. I'm like, there are. I think there are some. There are some that are baseball, but I will tell you when it's baseball. Okay, cool, cool. All right, the longest punt return is by Robert Bailey, which was 103 yards in 1994 against the New Orleans Saints in a game against the New Orleans Saints. Okay. All right. Desmond Howard is the only person in NFL history to win an MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP, strictly based on special team performance. So I will read that again. If Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard is the only person in NFL history to win a Super Bowl MVP based on his, uh, based solely on his special team performance. Which, which Super Bowl was this? It was, uh, I don't remember the team, but it was Super Bowl 31. Okay. Um, I definitely remember that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the last one, alive. Christian Robinson is the only player in Major League Baseball history with eight hits in a game in 1923. Okay. So I will read you the three again. I know. I, I, I The longest punt return uh, was by Robert Bailey. 
who had a 103-yard punt return in 1994 against the New Orleans Saints. Um, Desmond Howard is the only person to get a Super Bowl MVP because based on solely their special team performance. And then Christian Robinson is the only person in Major League Baseball history with eight hits in a game in 1923. Okay, I'm going with special teams guy as the lie. I know the first one is true. I know the first one's true. The special teams thing sounds real. I'm going to say the eight hits is not solely based off, I think, the max amount of bases ever scored in a baseball game is like 15. They've been on bases like 50, or they've done something like with the 15 or whatever. I remember. I'm going with the second. I'm going with the baseball one being yeah, a lie. I'm going with the second. So, Desmond Howard, that one is true. The, what? the eight hit one is false. It's like seven um, hits or something. The, is the it most. is six. Seven hits is the most. Hey, good job. But that was kind of people like a, debate yeah, whether it was it actually was real, or, real or not. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of this guy. Number five, the five hits is the most in modern history. The only reason why I know the New Orleans Saints one is real because I watched a highlight and it was like. The Saints never down the ball. They never down the and ball. And one guy yeah. just, I don't believe it. The Saints never down the ball. <laughs> They're leaving the field. <laughs> the guy's like losing his mind. I don't believe right. it. I got I got one more. Bro, he I, played for the Packers. He was with Brett Favre. And let's talk about he how re- special his special team performance he, was. He returned like two kicks. I think it was two kicks or something like that, yeah. Bro, the man won the team. put the team on his back. <laughs> All right, last one. Aaron Rodgers got his first completion in the NFL. Oh, no, sorry. Aaron Rodgers' first completion in the NFL was to himself against the Bears in 2009. Who? Aaron Rodgers. Second one, it takes 3,000 cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for eight years' worth Dang. of football. All right, Peter, those cows, dog. We throwing y'all's bodies around. <laughs> NFL. And then, and then the last one, the most assists in a game is 30 by Scott Skiles in 1990. Say that one again. So I'm going to say all of them again. Oh, 10-4. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' first completion was to himself against legend. the Bears in 2009. Um, it takes 3,000 cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's worth of footballs. And then the last one, the most assists in an NBA game is 30 by Scott Skiles in 1990. Okay, second one's a lie, the cows. 3,000 sounds like a lot. <laughs> like, that's a lot, a lot of cows. I I remembered that I was watching something about assists and getting, like, 25 assists. You're always on, like, points of potentially breaking the assist record. I got us. That cow one sounds so <laughs> unbelievable to be true. I'm going to say the man has 29 assists, not 30, because I truly want to believe that the NFL has 3,000 cows on standby each and every year, and they're like, y'all gonna die. I feel like PETA would have canceled the NFL. PETA, screw PETA. <laughs> I'm going third. 29 assists, not 30. Neither one of you were correct. Brett Favre. What? Brett Favre's first. Oh, Brett Favre, not, not Aaron Rodgers. All right, first Peter, those cows, dog. <laughs> first completion. Rest in peace. Jeez, bro. Who how else, many who f- else threw the ball to himself and scored a touchdown? Ryan Fitzpatrick. So no, that was Marcus Mariota Marcus in the playoffs Mariota. against I, the Chiefs. Yo, it, what, you know what? Now I'm thinking back. When the Chiefs ch- choked. Damn. All right, hold on. 
Talk about something. I got to give you one more because y'all are both tied at one. Oh, freaking frick. Okay. Best team in each division. I know. I'll take it back. Can the Steelers beat Baltimore? Yeah. Why? They can. I'll argue against you right now. That they I can. mean, that they can't. That they can't. We got to argue. Okay. About well, something. I don't want to argue because I'm just gonna get mad. Listen, you're a Steelers fan. Okay. I'll tell you why. I'll facts. tell you why. Okay. So last year, I know it was last year, but last year we pretty much had the same defense, right? Okay. 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 We. Not the not three. You know, listen, we do not support white supremacy here. F everyone who thinks that. Yeah. I want to address that right now. Okay. Go now out we got people. that out Go the ahead. way. Um, the first game we played against them when Mason Rudolph got knocked out, we were in that game. We made Baker throw three picks, and we just couldn't I said score it, points I said against offense. the Baltimore Ravens. That's what I'm talking about. I do not expect Miles Garrett to rip a helmet off. Oh, I said Baker. We made Lamar Jackson throw three picks. Okay. But I, say, I don't three expect picks. him to throw helmets again. Yeah, and then uh, Duck came in, do like a crossing route, Juju, Juju fumbled. I just think with Ben there and our defense, if they play as well as they have against – the Ravens, if we score the points, we can win. I think it'll be close, but I think we can beat them, and I think we will split the, split the two games with them. Because your team is looking very good. It's not even my, – My only concern is is that teams have had a year to adapt to the, off, the, the defense and the offense of the Steelers. I mean, if they've adapted, they're not showing it yet because we're still leading the league and everything. I'm saying that the Baltimore Ravens have. Oh. Because I'll be honest with you. Yes, I don't think the Panthers staff have files – on every single team complete. But I know there's three other teams in the division that we absolutely understand and know, and that's the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Saints. I am sure Baltimore has been sitting, because I think their coach is smart, and they know how freaking dangerous Big Ben is. They're thinking of every single way to beat him, which is why wild card Antonio Brown oh my God. the Ravens. <laughs> And he then. I like how you keep thinking that. You keep saying different stuff for the wild card one. Wild card. Wild card. So that's, All right. That's so last know. one. I'm not so going to say they can't beat them. Here we go. Them. Here we go. They can. You ready? I still think the Steelers can beat so the two truths yeah. and a lie. All right. We have to so number one. Okay. Number one. The longest play that didn't score was by Marcus May yeah. on an interception return of 104 yards in 2018 against the Broncos. All right, so the longest play that didn't score is an interception return by Marcus May in 2018 against the Broncos. He is part of the Jets. Okay, so second one, the shortest player in the NFL that has scored a touchdown is by Darren Sproles, and he was 5'7". That's that's a short short man for the NFL. And then the last one is a doozy. So I got a... Also, I went to an ad, so I have to. (laughs) All right. Last one. The longest distance converted was a third and 37 play by Leon Howard in 1999. So. I'm going with this. Dang, bro. All right. Because I know the second one is the lie. All right. I will also add in a second. If the second one's a lie, can I say what player I think is the shortest to score before you tell us? If you if you can guess the player, I'll yeah. absolutely forfeit. Yeah. Okay. Well, then since he said two, I'm gonna go with uh, the first one. It is the second one. Yeah, it's but Maurice Jones Drew. It is not. Oh, I thought it was Maurice Jones Drew, didn't you? Nope. I just knew that five seven wasn't the shortest. Is it, I think is it's it, five five. Is it, is it Mike Tolbert? No, it is uh, Tristan Holiday, and he is five. five he is five five. 
Well, how tall is Maurice Jones Jr.? Bang! I got the height correct. How much is... How tall is Maurice Jones Jr.? I don't know. Hold We're on. about to find out that the fact's actually not true. He's 5'3", and it's like, Jacob, how could you? And then Antonio Brown busts through the window saying, wild card! Shut up. <laughs> Maurice Jones Jr. is 5'7". Yes. Wow. He just looks tiny. I think that I would have got it if I wouldn't have laughed in the middle of saying the the lie. But... What, where are we at? Where are we at time-wise? One hour, three minutes. That's perfectly good to wrap it up. Do you, do you want to do the who do we think is going to win the each division, or you want to save that for next time? We'll have one more week, about halfway through, we can yeah. say. All right. Well, ladies and gents. Sayonara. Have a good one. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Go vote. Uh, go vote. Love your family. Kiss your loved ones. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs>